can be you. What's up? What up? <laughs> hey, we back at it, man. Back at it, man. A whole nother day. We got a whole full lineup. <laughs> you say a whole nother day. <laughs> a whole nother day. A whole like new, fresh lineup coming up in this thing, man. Super yeah. duper um, excited today. Got some fresh energy. Uh, coming into the Ball and Gems podcast, we want to welcome all the listeners. I am your co-host, Cameo Williams from Gems in the Gym. I'm your other co-host, Prentice Bevin from Ball and Prep. And together we form the Ball and Gems podcast duel. We are headed to the east, my brother, to the east. To the east? Where we going? How far east? Uh, we're going deep east. We're going Delaware. Delaware. We're going deep east. Oh, we, okay. we, oh we, Delaware State. That's right. Yeah, yes, yes. One Delaware State, man. Going to get her, get her done. You What's know, up? so um, catch up with Coach. See where Coach has been, where Coach is at, and where Coach is going. Have a little bit of fun because that's what we like to do on the Ball and Gems podcast. Uh, it's that. it's that. been an amazing week uh, for Ball and Gems, uh, which means it's been a great week for our listeners. Which means our guests were bomb. That's what that means. Oh, yeah. Right? Really, really good. <laughs> really good, good. <laughs> it means our guests were bomb. And we had guests from some of everywhere, from right. all different levels, um, all over, internationally, uh, even. Um, and, and, and shout out to, to Prentice. Uh, he had a major Boy. international call um, for Ball and Gems. And so, with that being said, uh, our guest has joined the podcast. We'd like to welcome Delaware State University head women's basketball coach, Dave Caputo. Did I pronounce that right? <laughs> hey, it was close enough, man. Dave Caputo. Uh, How you guys doing? Caputo, good afternoon. Yeah, good morning. Yeah. Caputo. We're good. Know, we're good. Yeah, correct him. Correct him. You know, he's he geographically challenged and sometimes they quickly challenge. You know what, <laughs> man? Okay. Hey, so let me get that. Let me get that. You know, so, so say it one more again for, for the listeners and for myself, coach. Well, first of all, can you guys hear me okay? We can hear you great. amazingly. Yes. All right. Great. Well, good morning. Good afternoon. Um, it's Caputo in Sicily. It's an Italian last name, um, okay. but in America, it's Caputo. But either one's fine. But my, you know, my kids just call me Coach or Coach Dave because they can't. They they butcher it all the time, man. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Coach Dave. That's where I'm gonna go. <laughs> no problem. He he took the easy way out, but okay. <laughs> so we want to welcome you to the podcast, uh, Coach. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, this is Cameo with Gems and and Prince Beverly with Ball and Prep. And we'd like to welcome you to the Ball and Gems podcast. I love uh, what you guys do, man. I love what you guys do. <laughs> hey, thank, thank you, you so much, man. We appreciate that. Uh, we love what you do, man. We want more people to know about what you do. But first and foremost, we want to know how you're feeling, how you're doing, how are you guys managing di- during these unique times? Yeah, you know, uh, like everybody else, just trying to stay positive, try to stay busy. Um you know, just being compassionate about um, the people that were affected by this that are affected by this. I know people are just talking about, hey, I want to get out there and, and have a normal life. But let's keep in perspective, you know, people that are suffering right now, people that have passed away. Like, I, I get we want the normal life back, but let's keep let's keep it real, man. People are dying because of this. So, yes, you know, we got to right, be patient. Right. We got to be patient, positive, compassionate, loving, caring, kind, first and foremost. Hey, I say that. Have you have well, you made well said? Look, how many trips have you made to the store in the last month, and how different has it been, say from last year? Man, that's crazy. <laughs> I know. We go. I go every Sunday morning. 
right. my wife throws me out to the wolves because she's not coming outside. <laughs> I, I protect wifey. So, uh, okay. Yeah, go. Yeah, you go to the store, and it's it's like a war zone, man. You got uh, people with masks up, gloves on, hoods on. It's like you know a bad movie, but you you got to get food for your family. Um, so we go. I go once a uh, once a week on a Sunday, and you know everything else is just outside, but just you know safely away from everybody else. Do you guys have, because um, we don't know if this is a universal thing, so our nationwide thing, do you guys have the arrows in your store yet? Yes, sir, we do. Each aisle has an arrow. <laughs> um, everything's lined off. I mean, some of these stores are, they're on point. I go to a store called Giant in Delaware, and man, yeah. they're on point. They're structured. They have all the wipes, the cleaning product. <laughs> you know, they're on point, man. man. They're on point. Yeah. I'll tell you what's something <laughs> funny, man. Like, you got some people at the store that are pretty crazy. The one guy walked past my cart and his cart like brushed against my cart by oh. accident and the dude lost his mind and <laughs> you know i'm like hey man i'm sorry about that but you got some crazy people man i get it. everyone's scared about the pandemic uh but it's a bad movie man hope it i hope it ends soon let me let me yeah, tell you yeah, something man so we so we can lighten the conversation before we switch sure let me tell you something nowadays if you are out and somebody happens to cough they feel compelled to explain the type of cough it was. <laughs> yeah. right. I hear you guys. Like, hey, no, 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 no. That was a dry cough because I got asthma and I got allergies. It's, it's not what you're right. right. You're right, or, man. Or, no, you're right. Or, or, or you sneeze and I'm some dust in the air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. So, you know, so we have a lot of compassion, a lot of empathy, and a lot of sympathy for anyone that's affected by COVID. Uh, we're just talking about some of how the lifestyle has changed uh, for everybody. We will definitely, we will never be back to the norm that we had. It will be a new norm. And so we just want to kind of catch up with you. And and, and even speaking on that coach, um, you were hired in 2018 at Delaware State and you just completed this season and having a successful, you know, season. How was it when you had to tell your team that, there would be no tournament, either as fans, as participants, as anything. Do you remember that day? I do. We were actually the last college basketball game that was played and aired. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, us in Morgan State. We actually uh, made ESPN because we were the last game that was still going on. And then when the game ended, we lost by one point um, in the final few seconds, which which, which sucked. But uh, Morgan right. State, hats off to them, man. Ed Davis has a great job there. Um, yeah. Right after the game, we told our kids, and they were just, just like in shock. They were just like, "Wow, like, you know, what's going on, coach?" Just a lot of a lot of questions and concern, and just you know, um, pretty scary, man. The thing I, I every day I think about this, like, once we get back with our kids, like, can we high five them? Can we can we shoulder bump them, man? Can we hug right, them? Like, right, right, I'm I'm right. a hands on coach, man. Like, I love emotion and passion, and you know, can I still do that? Like, what are the new rules? It's like. You know, mm-hmm. I'm worried about that, but again, God's got it, you know, in, in his in his hands, man. So hopefully this all gets fixed soon and you know, we get the answers to how we move forward on this. Yeah, so you got so when the game so you told them when the, like in the in the locker room, you guys got noticed that and you had to tell them then or are you talking like after after? Like Yeah, we didn't know. We found my my AD came into the locker room right after the game was over and he told us. Oh, wow. So, we had an idea before the game you know, the officials were walking around for the MEAC and they're just, you know, having little huddles. And one walked over to me and said, hey, bring your kids back to the locker room. So I was like, oh, shit, they're going to cancel it. 
Um, right. Sorry about my language right there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, right. No, 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 you, no, you good. You're, you're good. We, we, we've said you way. Make sure you good. We've, we've said way. <laughs> you can edit that one out. We've said way worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Go I ahead. thought they were going to cancel it because we heard about other schools. You know, the Pac-12 and the and the ACC already canceled theirs before our game. So we figured, all right, we're going to get canceled too. But then they came over to us, gave us a thumbs up. So we went on the court, we played. So that's all we thought about. And then right after the game, my AD said, "Hey, look." You know, we're done. Everything's shut down. You know, it was a great, you know, good season, guys. And, you know, we'll let you know what's going to go on after that. But that was it, man. Right after the game, they told us. And and, and the rest was history. Wow. So, that's uh, up, man. man, that's that's heavy, man. But kudos to you for showing the leadership and, and guiding him uh, through that and, and still keeping up with your team. So, let, let's, go, let's go back a little bit to uh, how did you get into coaching? And was it something that you always wanted to do? Yeah, man. Like I knew when I was like 14, 15, like, I mean, I love basketball. It was my passion. You know, I was a pretty good player, but I knew like I wasn't big enough, fast enough, strong enough. I was, you know, I, I recognized that at that age that I'm not going to be able to play at the highest level or at the division one level. So I loved the game so much that I knew like, hey, I got to be involved in this game. What else can I do? And, you know, I, I started coaching at 14, 15 in rec leagues, at camps. Oh, yeah. I started early. I started early. Um, while I was playing, I would, I would just do like rec leagues, summer leagues, whatever I could do. And then um, while I was in college, I uh, was doing AAU, coaching AAU in New Jersey. And then uh, okay. a Division two coach, he was actually an official as well. And he was kind of watching my team play and watching me coach. And after the game, this is when I was 22 years old coaching an AAU team still in college. He said, hey, look. So wait, Coach, let me, yeah, let me, go ahead. Coach, let me interrupt for a second. Were you coaching boys or girls? I was actually coaching boys. I was. Okay, okay. Great question. Never thought I would coach girls, man. Never thought I would do it. Um, oh, me. None of us Yeah, none of us did, but I tell you what, I wouldn't go back, though. I, I love coaching the girls, man. Oh, I would hey, never I, I would never coach boys. <laughs> yeah, me, I would never coach boys. They used to ask me early on. I'm like, uh, no. That's a headache. I ain't looking for Yeah, me. man. I mean, I, I love the guys' game. My stepson. Um, he played at Delaware State. I love working with him, but again, oh, cool. okay. they have a different, you know, some of these guys, they have their, their arrogance levels, a little different than girls. Girls, I and think see, are, go, go are see, for me, that's what, for me, man, it's the, it's, it's the that. Yeah. It's the arrogance level, man. It's the arrogance, arrogance level uh, in the way my mental is set up. I'm from South Central. I'm a nice, funny, cool dude, but, but the 5% of the hood may come out when the, when the, when the arrogance comes out. Wait, you, wait, you gotta hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta like, like, explain to me what five percent. <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing: I got ninety-five percent. I'm ha ha he he ha 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 right? But the like, I was raised in the hood, like raised. In, so sometimes. That five percent of that hood is gonna come out. I hear you, bro. Depend, de- depending on what is that five percent, though, Max? What is? Look, well, that I can 5%? tell you what it is. Like, and I'm gonna get back to to, to, to Super Dave. <laughs> I'm tell you what it is. So I tell y'all something. I used to coach this thing called NJB, National Junior Basketball. It's a very developmental kind of kind of league. Uh, you have some really good players, sure, but it's centered around development basketball. Right. So all of a sudden, I'm waiting, and we're about to have tryouts. So this guy walks over to me, dude, these are like 10-year-olds, right? 10-year-olds, keep that in mind, 10-year-old boys. Guy comes up, he said, hey, man, are you Coach Williams? I said, yeah, I'm Coach Williams. He introduces himself, he said, hey, man, that's my son right there. I said, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you have Coach Team Number Six? I said, yeah, I got Team Number Six. He said, hey, man, please make sure none of these other kids 
in their raggedy games <laughs> affect, affect my son, wow. right? And I said, what do you mean, affect your son? I mean, my son is going to the league, man. We work out all the time, blah, 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 blah. He tells me this whole story. I said, man, wow. I, so I said, you know what, man, let me, let me holler at you outside. <laughs> like, 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 oh, that's what it found. Hey, Blue, you so took I it outside, <laughs> man. You took it outside, right. man. That was good. Right. right. So, so I won't, if, if it was inside, it'd have been so I, won't, <laughs> so, I won't, so I won't go deeper into how that, you know, the conversation. Yeah, went. no, you don't, no need to. I but that's the five. I said, let me, let me holler at you. You know, when, and, and hence to say, he didn't play on my team. Just so y'all know. Hey, man, listen, so, I'm like you, man. When <laughs> when I get hot and heated, I say, hey, listen, you're about to bring the Tony Soprano Mafia Italian version out of me right now. I got that Tony Soprano yeah, in yeah, me, right. man, when I get pissed. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> they, they don't even know. They got to recognize. So, so, Coach, so you do some AAU and that your, your break into coaching, the actual break into four-year level coaching, because I know you did some JUCO, but the four-year level, how did that happen? It started right there. Um, a Division II men's coach, who's also a referee, he offered me a mm. spot on his staff as a volunteer assistant. And that was when I was mm. 22. And then I did that for four years. I was on a Division II men's staff in New Jersey. That actually, I actually came back about 15 years later and took over the women's program there. So that's how it started wow. when I was 22 on the men's side as a volunteer my first year and the next year I got paid like a thousand bucks you know but I was so thankful yeah. to be coaching college basketball and you know my parents <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't care man right, my parents man. I, I lived at their house and they took care of the money aspect but I was doing you know my passion man so it kind of went off it started from there and kind of just you know every year just uh you know it was a new event um it was new learning and then you know I just kind of moved on and I crossed over to the women's side in 2000 seven I took a D1 assistant women's JUCO job in Florida and that was my first mm -hmm. JUCO women's job and, hey, man, ju okay. hey people don't know JUCO is a different life man, oh, man. It's a, it, it'll teach you how to hustle you talk about hustle if you I'm telling you as a coach as a player that JUCO life is is, is one where you gotta be hungry it is so is the D2 life hustling. man the D2 life too like yeah, it's and very it, yes. similar Yes. Very similar. Like I tell you, you want to, you can earn some serious stripes that if you're lucky to coach JUCO or D2 or NAI and then you get a Division One job down the road, you see stuff from a whole different prison. Uh -oh. You have a whole different hustle. 100, right? man. <laughs> you are 100% correct. I'm so like, thankful like for my JUCO, my JUCO positions, my D2 positions. I'm so thankful for for all those man because they help mold me into a better coach and a better man so and it prepares you better for this level man so I, i'm so thankful for those opportunities right so then you you, you was at uh, university of north carolina wilmington you guys had a lot of success what do you think was it that that created that culture in that success overall like overall that you now take with you to delaware state uh well i was actually only at uncw for a year as an assistant okay. before um before I came to Dell State, but I actually got a little more success at Louisiana Tech with Teresa Weatherspoon as her associate head coach. Right, that's what I want to be. Right, okay, gotcha. Yeah, my girl Teaspoon, man, you know, I, she's the best. I love her, love her to death. Hey, coach, sure. I gotta ask you a question now. You put the sure. on my mind. <laughs> what, were you there when the DeAndre when DeAndre Sword? Was I'm there? sorry. Were you there when DeAndre Sword was there? I came right after, right after her. One year, right okay. after her. Got you. That, that child was crazy anyway. 
I coached her in high school. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I was uh, at La Tech okay. 2011 okay. through 2013 with Teaspoon. Teaspoon. Gotcha. I lo- like, gotcha. Look, I love Teaspoon. Oh, man. She treated, uh, she treated, my, she treated one oh. of my girls really good. My kid didn't do her part. But she treated the kid really. I had a kid there, Tajay Tenover. Oh man, Talk, teaspoon. Uh, There's not a better yeah, human amazing. being in the world, man. She is the just the most kind, warm, just intelligent woman. Like we're we're great friends, man. She's a great coach, man. Hell of a coach, but an incredible person, man. And that's why she was such a great basketball player too. She was incredible. We talk I'm every a, day. Dude, off the court, dude. Right, off the court, up. she's so. Engaging and, and loving and caring, and on the court, she's a, a mad dog, bro. She gonna bite your head off. Hey, we need Kevin. We need to get on. Oh, you gotta get her, man. Look, I will text Teaspoon, man. I, I'm, I'm tripping, man. But yeah, Teaspoon. Shout out to Teaspoon. Hey, Hall of Fame. Hall of Famer, man. Teaspoon. Yes, Hall of Famer. I love her. Her. Her and her speech had me in tears. Dude, so she has me in tears every day I talk to her. That's just the kind of person she is, man. She gets you so, so motivated, inspired. She's such a great person, man. And I love her to death. She gave me a huge break. I was a, um, a D1 Zuko head coach at Indian River State College in Florida. And she recruited a lot of my kids. And um, she, was, she signed two of my players. And then she called me the year after. And she said, hey, look. I love your passion, your energy, your teaching, man. I want you on my staff. And I said, peace out, man. I'm out. Wow. <laughs> gotta go with these phones. Right. I gotta go, man. Gotta, gotta go. go. You know, you know what? <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, you know I what you, that. that you just spoke on, and we hope our listeners grab that. Aspiring coaches grab what you just you never we always tell players you never know who's watching. Exactly. But coach but coaches. Yeah. You never oh, know who is watching you either and how you grind and how you carry yourself and your professionalism or lack thereof, sure. right? Your, your passion, how you display that passion and the consistency of all that. People take note of sure. that, right? They, they do. And so um, that's kind of dope, you know, kind of how that manifested itself for you. So one of the things we want to we want to go because we'll have you all day, man. We, we chop it up like but. In respect of your time, man. Let me say this real quick, guys, because I know I have a lot of junior college friends and um, junior college coaches out there that are trying to move up. And I tell them all the time, you know, JUCO is a great place to show, obviously showcase your skills, your player skills. But Mm -hmm. if you get Division One coaches in your gym, yeah, you want to market your players, but market yourself. So show those Mm. coaches that you can – develop kids you know the game you're organized because they're like you said they're watching you too so when they have a job open mm-hmm. they remember hey that guy right. man i loved how that guy was interacting with his kids and the schemes he was running and how he's involved in instruction and how he passed out packets and had chairs like i was trying to market myself as well because i had goals to move up and like you said man right. like I, I was trying to move up myself and spoon recognized that and that's the best advice I can give to junior college coaches, man, that's, that want to move up. Market yourself as well as your players because, you know, we all have goals and aspirations. Man, hey, you just said something. I hey, you that. just did something right there. Look. <laughs> hey, that, that's what, that, you know that's going to have his own little special yeah. segment on the, when he when, when, when he's <laughs> Oh, man, listen, listen. That is a nugget. That's nugget. nugget. So now at Delaware State, what we're going to do, P, P, I think we need to take him to the gym. Can we take you to the gym? Yeah, let's take you to the gym. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the gym. We're going to the gym, man. We're about to uh, do a three-man full court, tra- full court 
right? If we're in our prime, all of us in our prime, by the way, just so you know that. That's right? good to know. That's <laughs> good to know. I just been running. So, so look, I'm in the middle. I got the rock. I'm going to toss the rock off the glass. I'm going to rebound it. I'm going to chin it. I'm going to pivot. I have you all the way to the left, Dave. I have Prentice all the way to the right. Prentice just cut to the midline at half court. I gave him a good outlet, and he sees you streaking. You are busting your tail, <laughs> sprinting a lane, and P got something for you. What you got for him, P? All right, Coach. So you going in for that lob, or you want me to spot? You want to spot up and hit that? Uh, knowing prime. me, probably I'll probably pass it right back to you and get the assist. Okay. I was an you over. I was an over passer. <laughs> <laughs> What you got, Pete? <laughs> this is what I got for you, Coach. Me and Cameo are recruits, and assuming that you would like us to, to play for you, what can you tell us to convince us that we want to come play for you at Delaware State? Well, I think the most important thing is before you dive into basketball, and I'm not going to make this a long spiel and, and bore you guys, but you know, me coaching at an HBCU, um, what I like best about what, what our girls get is as young black females, they are so valued at Delaware State. They're the majority. Mm. They are loved. They are appreciated. They're black queens. And they don't feel mm. uncomfortable. Mm. They love their experience. Um, like I said, they're valued. Um, they, en they, they enjoy learning about their culture um, and the university. So I think that's the most important thing. And also the fact that we have a safe, clean, um, you know, area, environment, city, so I think as far as that, that, that piece is most important. You, you'll be comfortable. You'll be happy. You'll be taken care of. You know, academically, we're a top five HBCU. We had a 3.2 GPA last, uh, last term. From basketball standpoint, wow. basketball standpoint, we're building a champion. You know, we had the top recruiting class last year in the conference. We won more games mm -hmm. than we won in 13 years this, this past season. And we're just building wow. forward. So, yeah. you know, that, that's the short the short version. But, you know, um, you're going to be coached hard. You're going to be patted on the back. You're going to be loved, appreciated. You're going to be scolded when you screw up. But that's what good parents do. That's what good coaches do. They, they appreciate you. They love you. But they get on your butt, too, in the process. And I think... You know, I try to recruit kids that, you know, you that they're, they're fun to be around. Um, they're unselfish. So you, I think you'll love your teammates that you play for. You'll love your staff and you'll grow. Um, I think one thing that kind of shows how, how we've been doing, guys, is we have 10 returners yeah. back from last year and zero in the transfer portal. So that just tells you I have 10, wow. 10 happy kids, man. They, you know, right. in, in this day and age, these kids no, are all trying no, to transfer yeah. at the drop of a dime where anytime they're unhappy, they're, they want to get out. And I have 10 kids and, and zero kids in a portal. And I think they're happy. The key word is they're happy with the university, with the program, with the staff, hey. but most importantly, with each other. So, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. I, I like where we're going as, hey. as a program. So, and, you know, we have a long ways to go, but we're, we're going in the right direction. I, hey, you need to bottle that up, though. That last thing you said about nobody <laughs> in the transfer for the bottle. Hey, man, it's hey, just facts. You go 10-0. Hey, you went 10-0, bro. We did. We did. 10-0. Right <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And I got, no let me doubt. tell you why. Hey. The only reason I got worried about that is because I have so many kids that are out of state. I have a bunch of kids that are from Florida and Texas and Alabama. And I was like, man, I'm scared that they're scared to come back and leave their their homes because of the pandemic from that. Right, right, right. But it's the opposite every day. Coach, man, we're so bored when we're coming back to Delaware, man. My brother driving me crazy. My mom driving me crazy. We bored as hell, man. Right, 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 right. So, man, I love my 10 kids. I'm so thankful that it. they're with me still. And, you know, they're really putting us, putting us on the map. And uh, I love them to death. 
look, so so coach, we gonna look. First of all, that was fire, right? Because we always yeah, want was. people to understand our guests, understand their journey, understand what they have going on. Because uh, everybody doesn't get that opportunity, so yeah. we're happy here at Ball and Gems to, to be able to offer, you know, that. And when people can put it in such an efficient, clear, and succinct way, uh, and, 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 it, and it's fact based, man, we love it. Appreciate you, know what I mean? you man. A lot of respect so, for you guys. You know, we gonna, what we gonna do to, before we get Appreciate you off, you, Coach? And we don't do this with a lot of coaches, oh. but we gonna take you through a we, uh, we gonna take he, you through a quick rapid fire. Yep, we gonna take you through a quick rapid fire. Oh, okay. We gonna do give it. you a uh, we gonna state two two things. You just gotta rock with okay. one. Uh, whether you rock with them generally or not, this is just how we do it. On the I love it. I love it, man. Fire away, babe. So, so here we go. If you were forced and had to listen to one or the other, uh, you going Bill Walton or Skip Bayless? Who's the first one, Bill Walton or Skip Bayless? Ooh, yes. Bill Walton, just because he's funny. Nah, he's yeah, a anybody listen to Skip Bayless. Uh, Kobe, Kobe LeBron. Kobe oh LeBron. man, you put me in a bad spot, man. Kobe. I, I love LeBron you. too, but Kobe, like, Kobe listen, man, Kobe's just inspired me it's, as, as a family man. So that's why. Look. Okay, and LeBron is too. LeBron is too. LeBron is too, man. Right. But but you right, but right. you only get you only get one. So I okay. know. I take Kobe. I take Kobe. <laughs> yeah, I take Kobe. All right. Uh, so we're gonna make it real tough now. This is real tough. Michael Jackson oh. or Prince? Oh, Michael Jackson. <laughs> oh, he went quick. Oh yeah, half my title, man, is Michael Jackson. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I love his stuff. Prince is good too, but I was obsessed with MJ. I still am. I love his music, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Michael Jackson, and then he rocked forever and forever. Oh man, right. and the Jackson I, Five I, too, I, man, I and the Jackson I, Five. I, I too. Down, right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man, you know, I forgot how bad Janet Jackson was. Man, I, I was listening. I just listened to her songs when I used to, right when I was running track back in the day. Control was my song right before I ran. So I went back, started looking at some of the videos. Like, hey, the, 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 the whole Jackson. He was man. serious too, Danny. Yep. <laughs> man. Yeah. You know what, yeah, man? man. Like, oh, they you know what, Coach? Man, we appreciate your time, man. We happy you made some time for us. Uh, anytime, guys. It anytime. It means a lot, you know, yes, to us. You're, you're always welcome to come back. Anything that you want to talk about, you're welcome to bring it up. Uh, our our home is your home, and we want to wish you nothing but success for your program going forward. Gentlemen, thank you so much for having me. Safe wishes. Be blessed. Take care. And let's talk soon, guys. Hey. All right. Much love, guys. Take care, Coach. Take care. Appreciate you. Man, that was so cool, man. That was cool, P. Man, I I love... love, We always talk about passionate players, but then when you get a passionate coach that started from the bottom and they're here... Right, right, right. Yeah, that energy, that energy, man. It just, it, that's that's really good, good energy. energy. So really shout good. out to Delaware State head women's basketball coach Dave Caputo. He said Caputo. I got it right. He gonna butch. <laughs> he gonna text me and tell me I didn't butcher it. But whatever, you super Dave, you coach Dave, yeah. whatever. But shout out to him, man. Hey, he's doing a great job at Delaware State, man. Building. Hey, hey bringing yeah. 10, 10 returners that want to come back is. Not one it's person in the transfer portal. Incredible um, statement to what they feel about the program and that team. Um, 
and they feel it's what's best for them. And I think that's kind of dope. So with that said, P, I'm Cameo Williams, your co-host from Gems in the Gym. I'm putting his belly on ball. You just prep. witnessed a fiery episode, a passionate episode of Ball and Gems podcast featuring Delaware State head women's basketball coach Dave Capucho. And we will catch y'all on the flip side, but make sure you support, you listen, you share, you subscribe, and don't just tell one friend. Tell not two, not three, not four, not five. Run us up uh, on your favorite uh, platforms where you listen to your podcast. Make sure you subscribe. We appreciate you guys. Peace. All All of you.